0: Let us stand, if you will, if you have your Bibles with you. Today I am preaching a surprise sermon for people who have been asking me to preach certain verses of the Bible. Today is Miss Barbara Stroud's verse. And my personal assistant, she did not know that I was going to preach her verse today. And some of you, I am still looking at some of your great verses that you like. So this one is, she's surprised watching. I call her this morning and say, by the way, I'm going to preach your verse today. She's excited. We're going to today go to St. John chapter 9, verse 2, the book of St. John, verse 2. But we're really going to key in on verse 4. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Verse 3, And Jesus answered, Neither has the man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Verse 4, for our text today, a verse, I must work the works of him that sent me, While it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Today's message is work while it is day. Thank you. Work while it is day. Jesus had been teaching, and he was in the synagogue and in the temple, actually. And while he was teaching, they brought a woman up caught in adultery, and these, uh, they were trying to trap Jesus to see what would his decision be when they caught this woman. They really didn't have no attention on her. They weren't thinking about her, but they had a trap set for Christ by bringing the woman up, caught in adultery, and they asked Jesus what to do. They wanted to hear his answer, and that's a trap. Now, that was really a trap. If he had told them to stone the woman, they would have reported back that he's ordering people to be killed. And if he told them, let her go, then you're not obeying the law of Moses. So that was a trap. I don't know how I could have gotten out of that. Whichever decision you make, you're in a trap. He said, all right, stone her, that's the law. Then they go back and tell the authorities he's ordering people to be killed. And if he said, let her go, then they're gonna say, you're not obeying the law of Moses that you're supposed to stone the woman. That's a trap. I think I remember telling the story about a man who one time was in a trap And they wanted to really get this scholar and mess him up. So they had a bird in their hand and said, hey, let's trap this scholar and mess him up. So they brought the man, uh, the old scholar down and sat him down and said, we got something we want you to do and make a decision. We're holding this bird here. What's your decision? Should we open our hands and let this bird fly or should we just squeeze him and kill him? That's a trap. And you know what the old scholar said? It depends upon the hand who holds it. So they couldn't strap it. You can squeeze it, kill it, or you can open your hand and let him go. It depends upon the hand that holds it. He threw it right back at them. And Jesus, when they brought this woman up and they put her before Christ and they said, what shall we do? He stooped down and he wrote on the ground. And he wrote down, nobody know what he wrote, probably wrote down their sins or probably wrote some of them name down about what they had been doing. But whatever he did, they sure walked away. He convicted them. It is so bad that we like to throw rocks and live in a glass house. It's so bad that we like to condemn other people and we like to talk about other people wrong and bring up their sins, and bring up their faults, and bring up their failures, and we are guilty of the same thing. How hypocritical a lot of church people are. They love to go around and just point out, oh, you this, oh, you that, and they don't tell you about themselves. A lot of people always talk about what they don't do, but they don't tell you what they do. do. I don't choose and I don't run with those that do, but what do you do? <laughs> so everybody got to pray and repent of their sins daily. Then maybe you don't say nothing, but then maybe you got a sin of not even talking when you need to say something. So everybody got some faults that they need to pray about how bad it is when we think we look big condemning other people, but we don't bring up our own issue. You can be going around talking about, oh, there's some bad kids in the church and one at home in your house. Hell, yeah, well, I don't have to stay here anymore. You already know. Just stealing and doing everything else. And you guess what? Whenever you bring up people's fault, when they bring up your fault, have you noticed they have to shut up? They have to shut up because only God is the one can judge us. God is the one perfect. He's the only one can make a decision. You have no heaven and no hell. So what you really need to do is pray for your brothers and sisters and pray for their strength and thank God you are out of what you used to be in, but you ought to be praying for the one that's in something because you know what it's really like. And Jesus turned it back on them. Either in Denver, they looked around. He said to the woman, where are your accusers? She said, I have none, Lord. He said, go sin no more. Yes. Now, when Jesus had finished dealing with that, he started making, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I want you to see where I'm going. He started making claims about he being with the father and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those people that were really after him. They wanted to kill Jesus, and he kind of escaped out of their sight. Now, as he's moving along, walking along, he comes up on a blind man, and he walks up, and Jesus noticed this blind man. Now, I noticed the blind man didn't know Jesus because he couldn't see, but Jesus saw him. How many of you know you were blind one time, and you couldn't find God, but he found you? Thank God. You can look at your life and say, "Once I was lost in sin." A lot of people say, "I found the Lord." God, not lost. You lost. Right. Amen. The Lord found you, yeah. and Jesus came along and He saw this blind man, and this blind man had been blind from birth. He was born blind. He had heard of the the sun tiptoeing behind the vaulted dome. Drinking the dew from the mouth of a flower, but he never seen the sun. Well He's heard of the moon blooming in space like a yellow janty between the stars, but he never seen the moon. Uh-huh. He heard of the stars twinkling like diamonds against the blue velvet sky, but he never seen the s- right, stars. Well He's heard of all these things, never seen his mother, never seen his father. He was born blind. I know some people went blind. This man was born blind. And guess what? When Jesus walked by and saw this blind man, the disciples said to Jesus, Master, who's sin? Who's sin that caused this man to be blind? Jesus said, nobody's sin, but he's, he's blind for a purpose. I want to say a few things about that before I get into what Jesus said. There have been a lot of people that believe that the soul within the body in a mother's womb can still commit a sin. It's called a sin before birth. And there have been the Jewish uh, thoughts about that, that somebody sinned. And so they felt like when a child come to foam, somebody in the family sinned. And, of course, the Bible said God said I bring affliction upon you through your children because of your sins or generation's sins. But then a lot of people start saying, who did wrong? Always people thinking that when something going wrong with you, you did something wrong. And they feel like because, uh, you know, Jacob and Esau were fighting in the mama's womb before they were born. And because you have a soul as well as a body, that soul can still commit a sin. I don't get it, but some people believe that.